Hello and welcome to Hogan Lovell's Newsbeat, the podcast designed to keep you up to date with what's been happening in the world of pensions over the last two weeks. I'm Claire Southern from the HL team, and I'll be taking you through the twists and turns of the last fortnight. We've had an exciting few weeks, and I'll be looking at the box of tricks that the Chancellor opened last week in the autumn statement, some news on the Mansion House reforms, the latest from the Brighton bloggers, and an update on Master Trusts. But first up, the exciting news that we have a new pensions minister. So Laura Trott has got the call-up to do great things at Treasury, and Paul Maynard now has the job of heading up the pensions brief. Paul is the MP for Blackpool North and says that he was inspired to enter politics at the tender age of four, following a visit from Margaret Thatcher to his school. Interestingly, he is one of the very small number of MPs who identify as disabled, as he has had cerebral palsy from birth. Next up, Mr Hunt's box of tricks. On the 22nd of November, we had the autumn budget statement. The Chancellor had lots to say, some of it in Parliament and some of it in the official documents that were issued alongside, including responses to proposals made by the DWP some time ago. Highlights include some good news for pensioners who will continue to receive the triple lock with an uprating due on April next year. Confirmation that the lifetime allowance will be removed from 6 April 2024. Although if anyone looks at the detail of this, you'll soon realise it's anything but straightforward. We also had an announcement that there will be a consultation on individuals having a single DC pot, which will stay with them when they change jobs, rather than them having to gather up numbers of pots as their working lives evolve. This sits alongside existing plans to consolidate small pots. The government is pushing ahead with its grand plans for the PPF. It will be able to act as a consolidator for DB schemes that are, quote, unattractive to commercial providers. A consultation on details is expected this winter. We also heard a few surprising things that fly slightly in the face of what we have been told we should be doing for only about the last two decades. The government anticipates revised funding regulations and a new DB funding code that will support a, quote, less risk-averse approach. And it's keen for trustees and employers to see running on as a valid alternative to buyout. To facilitate this, it will be made easier to access surplus in pension schemes, including provisions that will allow surplus to be more easily shared with members, the ability to obtain a PPF guarantee covering 100% of member benefits in return for a slightly higher levy, and reducing the tax on a return of surplus to the employer to 25%. We also heard that the government strongly supports the pension regulator's intention to develop and take forward a register of trustees, and that trustee accreditation is on the agenda again. And finally, there'll be new legislation to require schemes to provide a decumulation service, including a default decumulation option. We're expecting the pensions regulator to issue some interim guidance in due course. Now, as if Mr Hunt wasn't busy enough preparing his autumn statement, the day before he was beavering away announcing his plans to get the mansion house reforms off the ground. In simple terms, these are the plans to get money in UK pension schemes working for the UK economy. The Chancellor announced that the government will commit £250 to two successful bidders under the Long-Term Investment for Technology and Science initiative. 
This is expected to provide over a billion pounds of investment from pension funds and other sources into UK science and technology companies. A new growth fund will be established with the British Business Bank, which will give pension schemes access to opportunities that are apparently in the UK's most promising businesses. Hope that's not regulated advice there, Jeremy. The Chancellor has confidently stated that the new measures are expected to provide an extra £1,000 for people's pensions pots. Although interestingly, there are no workings given to explain this rather exciting number. Next up and moving on, the Brighton Bunch are on the blog again. This time the focus is on accessing DC pension savings. The pensions regulator is obviously keen to encourage pension schemes to become what it calls full service providers, which will support members with their full pensions journey. The blog refers to the five principles on what does good look like, including all savers deserve value for money, all savers should be helped with decision-making, schemes should put savers at the heart of decumulation, the market should innovate to provide genuine choice for savers, and savers should be supported. On a linked note, the Department for Work and Pensions have announced a review of the Master Trust regime, focusing on value for money, consolidation, and how master trusts can be made to work in the context of the mansion house reforms. Finally, a big thank you for listening to the session. I hope that you've enjoyed the whip through of the last two weeks and that you'll look forward to the next one. Check us out on Twitter at HL Pensions.